What's up, guys? Welcome to the Lazy Boy QBs podcast. I am your co-host, Chad Larson. Uh, we promised you guys two a week, and look, me and Jonathan, we had to do some maneuvering, but here we are, two a week. Uh, Johnny, how you feeling today, boss? I mean, I'm still dying, can barely breathe, but I'm here, Chad. I am here <laughs> because football is here, and if football doesn't let me down, I won't let you or football down. Man, that's that's bold. That's bold. Don't you don't feel like football's ever let you down? Look, man. Women come and go. Football's <laughs> here every August, every fall. Hey, I feel that, man. I feel that. Football, football, death and taxes, the only three things in life you're promised. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Jonathan, let's get into some shout-outs before we get into the to our picks for this week. Hey, 757-305-954. Man, 336, Greenville, please stop disappointing me. 786 as well. Oh, yeah. Can't forget the 786. Yeah, but I've been them out a couple times. But, oh, uh, really? I think on accident. Though. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not shouting out the 561 for that embarrassing performance against Air Force last week where the quarterback threw... Four passes and only completed two, and FAU still lost thirty-one to seven. I want to move on. Okay, hey, let's hey, let's move on. The man says move on. Uh, I just listen to what I'm, or I just do what I what I'm told. Um, we are gonna get into our picks for this week, boss. We have a really good slate this week. I feel like you know, for the first three weeks, the slate or the games have always turned out better than what we've anticipated. So I'm really excited to see what this week has. Um, but we're going to talk about last week first for a second. Boss, you won the week. You know, you won the yes. week. You went 3-2 and two on your picks. Uh, your lock technically did not hit because the Raiders were three-and-a-half point favorites. Yeah. Thanks, Dolphins. They, could have yeah. won the game. It could have given me my lock of the week. It was the double heartbreak because they lost the game and they lost your pick. So somehow that ended up working out. Um, but you did get your upset right. So, shout out to you on that one. Ended up giving you four points total for the week. Me, man, I got to look in the mirror, boss. I got to look in the mirror. Second straight week, I lose my lock. Um, you know, I just uh, got to get back to the drawing board on that one, which I think I did this week. Got my upset, though. Somehow I caught yeah. Atlanta winning that game against against the Giants. Um, I'm done with the Giants. Which is a disgusting game. Uh, and then two and three on my picks for three points for me. For the season, though, boss, we are tied up seven and seven Oof. right now. So, you know, that playoff push, it's it, its already starting here on the Lazy Boy QBs podcast. We're, we already got to be in midseason form right now. Nice. Nice. I like <laughs> it. Um, Let's just also, not talk about the points that we lost, but also I like it. Got, also, guys, before we get into these picks, since we're talking about, I feel like this episode is always like about me versus you, boss, because we're doing, you know, head-to-head on the picks and all that stuff. Um, I got to talk about, guys, me and Johnny are in the same fantasy league. Um, <laughs> he's the commissioner, and we went against each other last week. We were both 2-0. and um, had a hard-fought battle. You want to tell them what happened at the end, or, or shall I? I mean, I thought I had a pretty good chance, you know, with, with C.D. Lamb going into the game. Uh, man, 170.26 to 170.15, and that's how I lost. I took I took a lot of L's last week, man. <laughs> 
I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I didn't want to have to get, do it to you, but, you know, I heard there was some chirping going on around the league that they were questioning my inclusion, so I had to just start off with a quick 3-0, and you know, to shut that noise up. So, that's all. Aren't you the highest scoring team in the league too? I am, you know. I wasn't gonna wow. bring that up, but you know, wow. since you did, I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and accept it. Hey man, you you're just boosting your credibility around, you know? I'm up for rookie of the year and MVP in the same season. How many times does that happen? Uh... <laughs> Alright guys, let's go ahead and get into these games so I can stop boasting um and bragging, because I know y'all don't want to hear that. First game we're gonna talk about Carolina Panthers going to Man, still sticking on me, I guess. To my Dallas Cowboys, Dallas a four-point favorite right now. Jonathan, the Panthers coming in three and zero. Dallas at two and one. How do you see this game shaking out? Well, man, <clears throat> I've been praising the, the the Cowboys' offense all week. Mm. Uh, we've definitely talked about this, um, but the biggest thing that I see in this game is. As good as the Dallas Cowboys offense is, how are they going to fare against this Carolina Panthers defense? Look, right now, they're giving up less than 200 yards a game. Yeah. Okay? They've only given up 10 points a game. This is a pretty good defense. Uh, I think they lead the league with 14 sacks so far through three games. They're going to put the pressure on there. So, how can the Cowboys cope against this Carolina defense? Offensively, the Carolina Panthers are much better than, not necessarily much better, but they're as good as I thought they were going to be before the season. They have a lot of weapons. Man, DJ Moore has been an outstanding receiver. Uh, Robbie Anderson. However, how is life with Al McCaffrey going to impact that offense? Because first few games, everything kind of ran through McCaffrey. So, I I mean, I think this is going to be a really, really good matchup with, you know, Pretty much uh, NFC playoff teams uh, here, man, in week four. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I agree with you on, about everything. The You know, the one time Carolina's offense hasn't really looked great um, was in that game against Houston. You know, I thought the first two games uh, looked pretty solid. Um, I think the Jets have a really a really sneaky, decent defense, I think, is part of, you know, why they, they only put up 19 in that game, but I still thought they looked okay. But there were points in that Houston game where I thought they definitely looked like they missed McCaffrey. Um, but you were right, man. They have one of the more explosive offenses in the league right now, which is kind of surprising. Um, they're third in the league in, in, in passes of over 20 yards right now. So being able to hit on those plays, DJ Moore leads the league with six of them. Um, he's been electric this season, you know, being able to take the top off the defense and stretch vertically, horizontally. He, You know, he does everything for that offense, and I think he's – He's kind of the unsung guy because McCaffrey, obviously, you know, McCaffrey's great and he deserves it. And people then want to also talk about the Darnold resurgence. But, you know, DJ Moore is keeping that offense and and letting it go. Um, You you hit on the sacks earlier. My guy, Hassan Reddick, four and a half already this season, you know, through the first three games. So happy to see that, although I would be happy to see him not continue that streak um, against Dallas this week. Which, you know, I think our tackles have played really well. Tyron Smith right now is graded out as the second best. He, he was graded out as the highest rated offensive lineman last week by PFF. Um, so, you know, that was really nice. Highest graded player in the Monday night game as well. Um, so I think it, it's good to see him back healthy uh, and being able to play consistently. I still question can he do that for 17 games. 
But, you know, for right now, while he's healthy, I'll continue to enjoy it. And Terrence Steele has been kind of a pleasant surprise at right tackle, you know, in the absence of Lyle Collins, who's dealing with that crazy suspension thing that I don't even want to get into because it's just embarrassing. Um, But, yeah, even though with that, um, and I think they've been playing well, kind of neutralized in the first two games, you know, by the game plan. and, and, And in the Chargers game, I just thought they played really well. They did allow four sacks against Philly uh, on Monday night, which is probably like the one thing that I would look at and be like, ah, that was the only minor takeaway from the game that I thought was negative. Um, But, you know, we just got to get back to that quick passing game. You know, I thought we were able to run the ball extremely well, like we talked about. Can we continue that in this one? Uh, Carolina has the best run defense in the league right now, 45 yards a game allowed. And, you know, it's also going to be about can we win that time of possession? You know, we've won it in two of the three games significantly. The Chargers game, which we just barely won by the skin of our teeth uh, and by the skin of Greg Zerline's socks, I guess. Um, <laughs> we uh, were out. We lost the time of possession. But in the other two games, you know, against the Bucks, where I thought we looked really good, um, and then also that Philly win when we were pretty dominant, we had over 35 minutes. So if we continue to let that defense be on the field for less time, I think it will just be uh, really good for them. And then the, the biggest matchup of the of the entire game, and I think is, is going to kind of determine where this game goes, is going to be on third down for Dallas, you know, because that's really where that time of possession is going to come into play. How Dallas gets a lot of their first downs are on third down. I think they have 18 third down conversions, which is like third or fourth in the league. Um, and they're converting on third down right now at 54%, which is fourth in the NFL. Amazing. You know, you can kind of feel it in those games, especially when they're getting that time of possession number up and up. But Carolina's defense, man, you talked about it, how good they are. First in the league against on third down, only allowing 21% conversion, which is outstanding. So that's really going to be the big matchup for me. Where do you – go ahead, give me your prediction, boss, and then we'll move on. Well, as much as we're here lauding the the, the Carolina Panthers defense – they do have an issue with the cornerback position, right? Yep, no J.C. Case. Horn went to the IIR. They traded for C.J. Henderson um, this week. So they're going to be relying on Dante Jackson and A.J. Bowie. Uh, Jeremy Chin is a hell of a player. But still, I do feel like the, the Dallas Cowboys have a, a huge um, advantage on the offensive side with, with C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, uh, uh, Jake, uh, Blake Jarwin, Schultz, um, so, I am give I am picking the Dallas Cowboys to win and cover, right? I think the the line is four and a half that I'm looking at. Uh, I'm seeing four, but if you see four and a half, that's probably more updated because I checked the, I checked mine yesterday. Okay, um, yeah, yeah, I'm taking the Cowboys. Playing it, you got to also take into, into accountability. Uh, it, they're playing in Dallas. Uh, yeah. Home field advantage does count for something, especially now that we have fans back in the stands. Absolutely, and that's kind of the reason why it pushed me over the edge for Dallas as well. I think the fan base will be able to get involved, be able to, you know, create some noise. I know people hate it, but Cowboys fans, you know, when the team's playing well, they show out. You know, the problem is when they're not playing well, that's why they get the fair weather label, uh, which is valid. But, you know, when the team's going well, they're going to show out. So I expect to see that uh, on Sunday. Um, Next game we're going to move to, boss, is going to be the Arizona Cardinals traveling to L.A., um, out to SoFi Stadium to play the Los Angeles Rams. I just like saying the name SoFi Stadium anytime I get the chance. <laughs> it just has a nice ring to it. it has a nice, you know, just something you want to say. Um, Rams four-point favorites in this one at home. 
from what I'm seeing. Both teams 3-0, and um, both NFC West teams. Man, you have a bunch of ways you could start with this one. Uh, I think Kyler Murray um, in that Cardinals <clears throat> offense has probably been the – or in that Cardinals team has probably been the most surprising um, or the more surprising of the two right now that we say is 3-0. and um, You know, their defense, we talked about um, Carolina's being first and third down against. Uh, this Arizona defense is second right now at, at 25.7%. And I'll be honest, I think they've played probably tougher opponents than what Carolina has had to go through these first couple weeks. So, um, you know, they're doing a good job of not getting themselves into third down conversions. Um, they're playing a lot of two down football. And that has to do with, you know, Kyler's ability to just make plays with his legs and, and you know, get that team, keep that team on schedule. And, you know, they're never really getting negative plays because he's not taking a lot of sacks because people aren't able to get their hands on him. And he's just making magic. He has a bunch of receivers that can get open. I really like this I really like this Arizona team. Uh, with that being said, though, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll give this and then I'll, and then I'll let you go. I'm going to get I'm going to give you my pick as well real quick. All right. Um, I think the LA Rams um, showed last week that right now today um, I think they're probably the best team in the NFL. That's not I don't think that means that they should be the Super Bowl favorites or that that means that you know, they're automatically going to go to the Super Bowl or win or anything like that, even though I did predict them in the preseason, um, and I still feel confident about that. But um, right now, today, I just think they're playing the best ball of any team. Matthew Stafford is playing out of his mind, 10.0 yards per attempt, nine touchdowns, one interception through the first three games. You know, first in QBR, 82.5. Cooper Cup, I mean, playing like a man possessed, 367 yards, five touchdowns, 25 catches, first in all those numbers. So this Rams offense has been explosive. Another thing that that I think is going to give the Arizona Cardinals offense a little bit of trouble, DeAndre Hopkins has not played well uh, when he's had to go against Jalen Ramsey. This even goes back to, you know, when they were playing in Jacksonville and Houston. Um, This past season, actually, uh, in games against anyone but L.A., Hopkins averaged 94.2 receiving yards per game. Against the Rams, he was only at 43 a game. So, and that was with Ramsey covering him, you know, majority of the time. I know Ramsey switched a little bit more to the slot this year, but that's why he's the perfect corner because, and why I think he's the best in the league. Because in games like this, he can go out and, and eliminate a guy like DeAndre Hopkins. So, with that, I think that's going to be the difference maker. I have the Rams winning this one. Well, boss, you really didn't give me much of, of anything <laughs> to to kind of compound oh, on. Man. I'm sorry. But, I got long-winded. I got long-winded. I was just excited talking about about the Rams. Uh, no, totally. I, I understand. Look, I, I feel that right now the Rams are laser-focused. Uh, I think Sean McVay is a hell of a coach. Mm-hmm. Matt Stafford is on fire. People are learning who Matt Stafford really was. and He's not the guy that everybody thought you know as a stat pattern in Detroit. Uh, that game against uh, the, the Bucks, you know, it, it truly shows something. Like you said, they are probably the best team in the NFL right now. Um, and, you know, they're playing at home. Um, even though this this division kind of gives you some knuckle and curveballs, I don't see this being uh, a, a curveball for the Rams. Uh, I, I got the Rams winning and covering. And nice. as explosive as that Arizona defense, uh, offense is, you know, low-key, the Rams have an outstanding defense, and, and and not only you know you talked about the Jalen Ramsey matchup with DeAndre Hopkins, he's banged up, 
right? He was yeah. banged up last week. I think he only had two catches. Yeah. Uh, and, and he's been limited at practice all week, uh, which is not good for, for the Arizona Cardinals because if it... You know, if if your if your top target you know is already you know being taken out of the game because of injuries, um, and like you said in, in previous podcasts, Jalen Ramsey is playing all over the field. He's not just playing the boundary; he's playing the slot. Uh, they're gonna take out whatever the best matchup is for the Arizona Cardinals. So I got the Rams. Nice, nice. All right, boss. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to the next NFC matchup. Or NFC West matchup, sorry, that we're going to talk about. And I'm going to let you have the floor first with this one because I feel bad because I just <laughs> what you had said uh, on the last one that I took up, that I took up everything. No, 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 no. Seattle Seahawks at 1-2 and two going to San Francisco, uh, who's 2-1 and one to play the 49ers. 49ers favored by three at home. What do you think about this one, boss? Look, man, I, I feel like the Seahawks have a very good offense, right? Uh, I think if you let Russell cook, Russell can cook. I really like Chris Carlson. Uh, I mean, Tyler Lockett, I think he's the highest-graded PFF receiver or second-highest-graded PFF receiver this year. Uh, you still have DK Metcalf. Uh, the offensive line, is, there are still issues, but it's improved. But, man, after that first game against the, 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 the Indianapolis Colts, this defense has shown its true colors. They are last in the league, giving up 440 yards per game. Okay, the man they give up, they're giving up 26.3 uh, points per game. Look, you can do whatever you want against this defense. All right, yeah. and, and, and and going to San Francisco, which honestly has not impressed me as much as I wanted to be impressed by San Francisco. Absolutely. Uh, I, you know, we talked about the letdown week one against the Detroit Lions. Uh, they kind of let Detroit kind of creep back in. Not a dominant win against the Philadelphia Eagles in the last week. Uh, first time in a long time that they lost to the Green Bay Packers at home. We talked about physicality, and the Green Bay Packers were able to be more physical than them. Granted, there's Aaron Rodgers magic, but guess what? Russell Wilson can be just as magical as Aaron Rodgers. However... I feel like the 49ers have a very good offensive line. Uh, it doesn't matter who's running the ball. I think they can maintain uh, a possession throughout the game. They're playing at home. Uh, they're they're going to keep the ball away from Russell Wilson. And, and, and I think they're going to massacre this defense. So, therefore, I'm just calling it right now. I got San Francisco winning this game. Because not because the Seahawks can't score. I'm just going to think I think they're going to take the ball away from, from, from Seattle altogether. Yeah, I, yeah, and and that's exactly I, I agree completely with what you said. I don't think San Francisco has been a team that's been uh, overwhelmingly good. You know, through the first two games, I thought, you know, I thought against against the uh, Lions. Obviously, they played well to get out to that big lead. I didn't like the taste that they left in the end of, at the end of the game, though. You know, with almost you know blowing the game away um, right there at the end with you know turnovers and, and crazy touchdowns being allowed. Um, but at the end of the day, they did win that game. Against Philadelphia, I thought their offense looked very sluggish in the first half, um, with the exception of that touchdown drive that they had right uh, right at the end to cap off the half, um, You know, which is kind of similar to what they had in this one um, with the uh, touchdown right before the end of the half um, in this game, which I think kind of propelled them in the second half. Or, I'm sorry, against uh, the Packers last weekend, should I say. Um but with all that being said, man, I, I, I just really don't like Seattle right now. 
I don't. I mean, I think their offense, you know, you, you talked about Tyler Lockett. I think their <laughs> offense is really good, right? Their offense is really explosive, 15 plays at 20 yards or more. Um, but the offense or the defense is horrible like you talked about. The defense is horrible, and, and they and they don't create any turnovers. They've only got they've got two takeaways um, right now. You know they don't keep teams off the field. They they're giving up forty nine percent conversion on third down. I, I, the offense is the only thing that's given this team hope. You know the yeah. offense is the only team that only thing that's given this team hope. And they're able when they get in the red zone, they're able to convert. They score touchdowns eighty three percent of the time. Um, which I think is what keeps them in games because it allows them to just put points on the board and know they're going to put points on the board anytime they get in the red zone, which when you have Russell Wilson, that's going to be a lot of the time. Um, however, however, um, I'm going to go with San Francisco in this one. Yeah. I do think that there are spurts. Their offense always goes through like this roller coaster ride of looks really bad, then looks really good for a period of time, and then it's just a matter of how long can that period of time last. <laughs> You know, sometimes when we saw in the Philly game, it was literally like two drives and that was it. Um, in that Packers game, I thought it lasted a little bit longer. Obviously, in the Lions game, it lasted the longest out of all because they hung 41 points on the board. So, you know, it's just a matter of how long can that offense stay efficient. You know, 47% on third down. Um, that's seventh best in the league. And every time they've gotten the red zone, they've put the ball in the end zone. So it's just a matter of can they keep doing things like that. You know, even though the offense isn't going to be super dynamic and explosive, can it be efficient? I say yes, and that's why I have San Francisco as well. Maybe this is the game that George Kittle is going to wake up. Yeah, no kidding. I got him in fantasy, and he really hasn't been doing great for me. So uh, that's kind of disheartening. Um, next game we're going to move on to is going to be Baltimore Oof. going out to Denver. I know this is a game that I'm pretty excited about now, which is funny because I don't have really any rooting interest for either team. Uh, this game is actually even right now. Yep. So you're getting a pick em, uh, which is kind of crazy but kind of exciting at the same time because we don't have to worry about points or anything like that. We just got to straight up say who we think is going to win. Um, who do you have? I'm going to let you talk first because uh, I know you've kind of been on Denver for a while now. So yeah. I'm going to let you walk, walk the red carpet. <laughs> I'm excited about this matchup, Chad, right? Yeah. I think this is going to be. That 425 window. Oh, man. That, the, and the Dolphins are playing at one this week. So I get to watch this game. Nice. Look, the, this is going to be the number two rush defense against the number one rush offense. Lamar yep. Jackson has been out of practice. He did practice on a limited scale today. Because yeah, uh, he wants to do flips. <laughs> hey. Look, whatever he does, that's his business. Uh, he's still <laughs> looking for a new contract, so he better yeah. stay healthy. But, Absolutely. man, look, that was a tough game against Detroit last week. You know, kind of a trap game after, after beating the Kansas City Chiefs. Yep. And, and, you know, they, all, they, they won on a miracle kick. And I think it's going to be a similar type of game uh, against the Denver Broncos where they're going to have to fight for everything. Look, I don't think Lamar is going to go all over the place, right? I, I think the Denver Broncos can really, really kind of kind of contain Lamar Jackson. And, you know, Vaughn Miller's having a pretty good season right now with four sacks. That secondary is really good between Simmons. Uh, Patrick Sertain is also playing really, really well for as a rookie. And that office, right? Teddy B, he shouldn't. He, he's not going to give 
the, the, the Baltimore defense opportunities to keep giving Lamar the ball back. Uh, they, they have, a, you know, in my opinion, a very good balanced running attack between Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams. Yep. Look, I'm just going to go ahead and make this pick right here, Chad. I got the Broncos winning, going 4-0. <laughs> I love it. I, I and you know what? It's gonna be it's it's gonna be a real a real wake up for the league and for the AFC West I because they are playing old school hard. They're dominant and they can tackle and they're physical. Yep. All right. Yep. They just don't. All they have to do is not give the ball over to the other team. Yeah. Man, go Denver. I'm pumped. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I love it so much. I'm gonna get you a jersey. I'm getting you a Teddy. I'm getting you a Teddy Bridgewater jersey that can be like a reversible though, and it can have Drew Locke on the other side because I'm. <laughs> don't tell Drew that I'm saying all these things, all right? Yeah, don't worry. Drew, don't listen I'll, to our I'll, podcast. I'm gonna say I'll make sure not to send the link to him. Um, all right. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I I agree with you. Denver's looked really well through the first three games. I do worry about them. You know, they're looking thin at receiver right now because they're missing KJ Hamler and Jerry Judy, who are both on IR. Uh, Tim Patrick, Cortland Sutton, they've both looked really good through the first couple of games this season. Noah Fant has played really well, and yeah, I mean, they they the the problem with them that I, I that I'm really excited about this game for is they haven't played anyone that's worth a shit so far. They've played they play the Jets, the Giants, and then the Jaguars. So three of probably the four worst teams in the NFL. Um, they've played in the first three games, and to their credit, look, they've taken care of business. They've done what they needed to do. Um, they've gone out and they've won all three games. As you said, the defense has looked amazing. Um, the offense has actually had a lot more life in it than I expected. We you know when I was or when we were told that Teddy Bridgewater was going to be the starter um, for this season. However. Man, this Ravens team is like, have you seen that there's a new Michael Myers movie coming out? New Halloween movie? You into those at all? No, I'm not not really into the scary movies. I get nightmares. But you're familiar with the series, correct? Uh, Not really. Okay, well, Michael Myers, at the end of every movie, he just keeps, you know, you just assume he's dead. And then all of a sudden they just make a new movie where he comes back and then they haunt him again. Or then they hunt him again and... For some reason, I've just super gotten into them, and I and I like it. But I was gonna say Baltimore is like Michael Myers, man, because they're just a, they're just a tough, resilient team that just doesn't go down. That does not go down. Right. That Kansas City game, they had every chance to roll over. Um, they didn't. They ended up fighting through that game. Odafe Owe getting that strips or getting that strip on Clyde Edwards-Alaire at yep. the end of the game. You know, Lamar converting the first down with his legs. Um, and then last week, you know, Detroit, that Detroit game, they had, what, 4th and 27 or 4th and something ridiculous with not a lot of time left. And, look, they just go out there. They Lamar makes a play. I got to give him credit. Lamar makes plays when their backs are against the wall and leaves that leads that team down for that amazing Justin Tucker miracle field goal that wins them the game. However, I thought they played much better in that one. I mean, Marquise Brown dropped two literally oh wide-open walk-in touchdowns. Arguably, you could say he dropped a third easy touchdown as well. Definitely dropped three passes. Um, he, yeah, yeah he, I, I saw I saw all those passes, and I, I was I was going to mention that, but yeah. he, I was like, dude, you, you like here we are constantly criticizing Lamar Jackson, but yeah. you're you're not out here doing your part yeah. because you're wide open. He's putting the balls. 
right where he needs to be, and you're over here dropping those passes. Yeah. And you know what? That that kind of makes the quarterback lose confidence on a receiver. Yeah. And I just feel like the Denver Broncos are the type of team that will make the, the Baltimore Ravens regret missing all those opportunities and not capitalizing on it. Yeah, and I completely agree with you. They have the type of personnel that can do that. Um, but, you know, I'm still... I'm actually going to lean Baltimore in this one, which I know oh. is kind of surprising for me. I know that's a surprising, that's a surprising area for me to land on. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and uh, pick the Ravens in this one. All right, boss, that's going to go ahead and move us to this fifth and final game that we're going to talk about before we do our upset and lock as well. Um, got the Las Vegas Raiders traveling out to the L.A. Chargers. Uh, Vegas 3-0, and Chargers 2-1. and Chargers at home favored by three points. How do you how do you see this one playing out? You know this this Raiders pass rush has been just terrorizing offensive lines, but I think they're finally going to meet their match. Okay, uh, and Justin Herbert is an outstanding quarterback when it comes to the pressure. Uh, look, the Raiders have looked very impressive so far this season. Uh, they they play really well against the Steelers. Uh, they kind of squeak by against the Dolphins. And I'm not honestly, I think the Chargers are a much better team than the Miami Dolphins. Uh, they revamped that offensive line. I mean, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, Jared Cook is having a, a, a hell of a season. Yeah. Uh, Mike Williams, I, I man. I underrated the shit out of, by the way. Maybe it's not him. It's Maybe it's just Herbert. And, and he's li- literally reviving. He's making Mike Williams look like the like the seventh overall pick in the NFL draft. No kidding. Those no kidding. Th- those two guys just have a connection. Look, Brandon Staley, cojones, right? Absolutely. Cojones. What he did last week against the Kansas City Chiefs just wowed me because he was all in and he wasn't scared and he and he was like, you know what? I'm playing Patrick Mahomes. I'm not giving the, the, that guy the ball back, right? And I know there was a pass interference call where, you know, on that fourth down that you thought it was a little bit shaky. I thought he actually caught the pass, but he didn't. But, man, this is a really good football team. And as much as I like the Raiders, I can't give it to them because I think the Chargers are actually in another tier uh, on t- above the Raiders. I'm giving it to the Chargers. And, you know, I give them to cover. They're, co- they're at three points right now. I got the Chargers covering this at home at the SoFi Stadium. There you go. This is going to be on Monday night, by the way. So yes. SoFi going to be having games back-to-back. Going to be interesting to see how that works out. Um, yeah, you know, it's crazy. I, I really agree with everything that you're saying. And, and Mike Williams, man, he's had a breakout season. Uh, sixth in receiving yards right now. Second with four, second in the league with four touchdown catches. Um, and this Chargers offense, man, thirty on third down, 54%. Second best in the NFL right now, so they're they're ridiculous. Um, and, and man, they put it on and showed everything on full display in that Chiefs game, like you talked about. Not only the cojones from Brandon Staley, but man, the poise of Justin Herbert and the calmness uh, and the veteran savvy for a guy who's only you know starting in his what 18th game, you know, only starting. Just in go ahead and pay the man. Go ahead and pay the man. Yeah, I know, right? Um, and um, and you know just for the record though before we before I talk about the Chargers a little bit more the Justin Herbert is better than Patrick Mahomes people can you guys relax you know we whoa, kinda, whoa, 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 we, we kind of have whoa, a track whoa, record whoa. with this Mahomes guy is, is there such a movement out there 
Oh no, hundred percent. Colin Cowherd said it on his show a couple days ago. Oh stop, that guy's just. Or he said he attention. makes the game look easier, which honestly, to me, I think I don't think I've ever seen a guy make it look easier than Mahomes. To be honest, no, no. So, uh oh, and I've seen it on social media too. By the way, this isn't just one of those crazy cowherd takes. I've seen it though. Okay. Um, but yeah, and I love Herbert as much as anybody. So I do think he's officially, you know, right there putting himself in that elite tier. You know, I think if he continues his play the rest of this season, he will be in that elite tier by the end of this season. Um, but yeah, in that Chiefs game, man, the key for them, four or five red zone trips, 30 yep. points, four touchdowns, yep. one field goal. I thought beautiful execution from them, as you said, Staley. Um <laughs> You know, going for it and, and them getting the touchdown, you know, to win the game and, and, and ice the game and all that. Um, but, yeah, that, that red zone offense looked impressive, and the offense in general looked impressive. Four touchdowns for Herbert, no interceptions. But, damn, man, this Raiders team is good. This Raiders team is good, and they're good on offense. They're so good on offense. 23 plays at 20-plus yards. 23, that's – I mean, that's almost eight a game, boss. So I, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah, I mean, offensively they're amazing. Offensively, now <coughs> defense, the defense has been average, right? The defense has actually been average, which yep. is a huge improvement compared to what they had last season. Yep. You know, and, and it, it's usually it, because of the back end, right? Because the front yeah. end is really good. The back end is really slick. Yes, absolutely. But this Chargers defense is also really good, boss. Yeah, they are. They are absolutely, absolutely. Um. You know, I told you that there was a – before when we talked, I told you there was a game that I hadn't picked yet, and it's this one. Oh. Um, yeah, so that's why I'm kind of stalling. God, I'm going to take – I'm going to take the Raiders. I'm going to take the Raiders. All right, take I'm, te- I'm, te- I'm, te- I'm texting Jay Herbal right now. I know. Ultimate I know. betrayal. I know. I know. No way. Horrible. Oh, Horrible. no. Wow. I know. I know. I just so- really- I just so really what's the difference? Them. What's the difference here? What what makes you you know go? What takes you over the top? I think I is see, it Chucky? I no, not even. I just think Vegas has been able to move the ball on anybody, and I think when they get in the red zone, they're actually sneaky efficient. Um, and the Chargers, to me, have shown too much inefficiency in the red zone. I know they were really good last week, but let's face it: the Chiefs' defense is horrible. They've allowed. You know, uh, in that in bad. that game, that one, you know, I talked about they had four touchdowns and one field goal. That field goal that they hit was the first non-touchdown that Chiefs defense had allowed in the red zone the entire season. So, you know, they're, they're horrible. Um, and I think Vegas's defense is going to be a little bit more stout, a little bit better, maybe turn some of those touchdowns into field goals, whereas I see uh-huh. Vegas being able to make explosive plays and, and, and create big plays. Um and, you know, win in the red zone area. Look, I think this is one of the keys, like one of the biggest takeaways that I saw from the game last week for the Chargers versus Chiefs is that they were able to take the ball away from the Chiefs, right? There are a lot of turnovers. Yep. And honestly, this Raiders office, they don't like to turn the ball over. No, absolutely not. And, and Derek and, Carr and, hasn't really for a while. Nope. You know? So it, it's really going to come down. Can Derwin James make a big play? Can Joey Bosa make a big play? Yeah. Um, so I, I think you're on to something. I just like the I like that powder boo too much, man. 
<laughs> hey man, it does look good, and I hope they're going to be sporting it. Um, let's go ahead and get on to the upset of the week, boss. Who do you who do you have for the upset? I mean, I'm just going to keep riding my hot hand, man. Uh, the, the Cleveland Browns are our favorite by two going to Minnesota. I told you how much I like Kirk Cousins, his efficiency in that offense. Uh, you know, I'm going with the Vikings at home. <laughs> Trap me for the Browns. I tell you, man, it's, it's funny. We, me and you are on the same wavelength um, because I also have a home dog um as as my upset but i i actually took atlanta over washington yeah. um, washington I, getting a point and a half I'll, I'll be honest man i just don't think washington's good D- defensively they're horrible yeah defensively they're horrible on third down they're the they're the worst team on third down on offense and defense in the league that's crazy I didn't oh, i'm sorry that. i'm sorry they're the second worst on on defense the okay. worst the worst on defense <laughs> is miami um so yeah but but uh um washington's giving up 59 percent so on third down so horrible um i just don't think that they're good and i think atlanta they were somehow able to muster up some points against wash or against um against the giants uh on sunday and the bucks two weeks ago yeah Yeah. exactly and i think that they have you know that offense (coughs) start yelling a little bit more clicking a little bit if it, if Matt Ryan has anything left, I think he's gonna have to start to prove it. My worry is he might just be he might just be cooked. Okay. Um, you know, but that I I think this week is gonna be you're gonna figure it out because if he doesn't put up yards and points on this defense that hasn't shown anything through three games, um, and it honestly has made me look like a fool because I said before the year they're gonna be the best defense um, and, <laughs> and do something that almost no defense has ever done all time. So that that's ridiculous of me. Um, but yeah, I, I got Atlanta winning um, in, in the upset, in the home upset, should I say? That's gonna go ahead and bring to our lock. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and first, boss. Yeah. Um, I got the Chiefs. Um, oh. Going, going to the Eagles. I know, crazy, right? Covering the seven points. Yeah, I do. And, and you know what? That, that's what I wanted to get to. Is I told you that I had to reevaluate myself on my locks because I've lost two in a row. I'm uh-huh. getting too cute with. I was getting too cute with the lock shit. Where I, was too, I was looking too much into the points. Where it's like, look, man, if I think a team is significantly better than another team, most likely they're going to cover a single-digit spread. That's true. Especially if their offense is explosive, which Kansas yeah. City's check. They have an explosive offense. Check. They're a team that I think is significantly better than another team and is favored by less than 10 points. Yep. So, and also, they're not going to lose three games in a row. I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry. I'm letting you... Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say the one worry um, I have is hope is or is maybe Philly uh, finds their identity on offense and actually tries to get Miles Sanders involved. I'm sure there's been a lot of criticism, you know, about that in the media this week. You know, Philly they they call it like it is. Um, so I'm sure there's probably gonna be a concerted effort to get him more involved in their offense. And look, he's explosive, um, but at the same time, I just don't think Hurts is gonna be consistent enough to to keep up with what the Chiefs are putting up. Just letting you know that that was my my sneaky maybe <laughs> upset of the week. Okay. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. because because you were talking about that Chiefs defense and how bad they are. Yeah. And if there's a team that can maybe capitalize on this at home, it is the Philadelphia but, Eagles. But can't and you? And, 
Uh-huh. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, can't you just as easily see Jalen Hurts giving the ball away twice, and then before you know it, they're down three touchdowns? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think, it's, it's, I think it that's go more likely, ways. I guess I would say. I would it's think that's more, way more likely. That's that's why it would be an upset, right? You know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> All right, so go ahead. Give me your lock then, boss. Miami Dolphins. Miami <laughs> okay, Dolphins, okay. Miami Dolphins. Here's the funny part that I'm going to shock you with. I What's have up? the Colts as my upset, and then I changed it at the last. Uh, time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, look, That's man, crazy. they're favored by two. They're at home. Carson Wentz. He looks banged up. Miami. It's rough, but they showed something in that Raiders game. Um, they're going to be playing at home. It's a 1 o'clock kickoff. I, it's going to be 87 degrees outside. It's going to be hot. Uh, this this Colts team, uh, man, 0-3, they're, they're desperate for a win. Absolutely. Like, they're super desperate for a win. I mean, sneaky, um, I think both of these teams is are – I mean, Miami, obviously not as much because they've won a game, but – if either of these teams have real playoff aspirations, they both need to yep. win this, or they feel like it. This is it. You know, it, it, either you know the Colts are going to come out of this one and three, the Dolphins are going to come out two and two, and, and, and hoping you know that that they can play average football until towards the like towards the the latter part of the season. The Dolphins kind of have a soft schedule um, where they can really kind of rack up the wins if they're any good. So. This is a perfect opportunity. Jacoby Brissett, he knows that team. Uh, hopefully, he can use that to his advantage and for the Dolphins' advantage. And and I'm just not sold on Carson Wentz yet, right? Yeah. I, I, not yet. He hasn't shown to me that he that he's really the the, the, the franchise quarterback that 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 he claims to be and, and that he feels that he should be. So uh, yeah, man, give, give me two points. I think the Dolphins can cover. Nice, I like it. I like it. Yeah, to me, the biggest, the reason why I was gonna pick the ups, and and eventually I ended up changing my pick when I found out Quentin Nelson uh, was ruled out He's, for the game. Yep, so, he is out. So I'm sure that was not music to your ears. Obviously, we don't miss injuries, but at the same time, you know, if guys don't play, then that's not the worst. It's word. a lucky break. It's a lucky break. Absolutely. But um, the, you know, the sneaky thing is, I didn't think the Colts line has been playing like amazing. Through the first couple Average. of games anyway. Yeah. Very, very so pedestrian. That, that kind of scares me. It, it ended up, you know, what I, what I when I ended up taking it away because that kind of scares me for them. Um, I do think my both of these teams, you know, it's funny. Both these teams struggle, struggle, struggle to make big plays. I think Miami's made five 20 plays of 20 yards or more. Um, you know, Indianapolis has only made seven. Those are both towards the bottom in the league, if not the bottom two. Um mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it's just so hard to put up points when you struggle to create big plays because it's, it's hard having to put together long drives, you know, and converting on third down all the time and, and doing stuff like that. And Wentz showed one year that he could convert a bunch of crazy third downs, and I think my mistake has been every year since I've just assumed he's going to continue to do that, and look, he just hasn't so far. Um, and, and I'm, you know, I was with a one – I was, you know, when he got traded, I was – I was almost joyous, you know. I was like, this is the Carson Wentz revival. I thought we would be talking about him as the hot quarterback right now, not Sam Darnold, you know, not Sam Darnold as the guy who's reviving his career on the fly. Um, But, you know, he has not looked like that so far. Um, So, yeah, that that would be why I would kind of agree with you that I think Miami's probably going to end up on top in this one. And it's unfortunate because it's going to end the cold season, basically. Oh, yeah. Um, four games into the season, which is never good. So. Hey, man. 
Um, all right, boss. So with that being said, that's going to kind of go ahead and wrap us up for the week, man. Exciting. Uh, I'm going to be enjoying some, some football this weekend. You are too. You got, I know I ask you this from time to time, but I just want to see what your answer is. What's your, what's your, um, uh, meal, what's your game spread going to be like? I'll probably do on um, some homemade food. Uh, my wife, you know, my, my wonderful wife is making probably, I asked her to make some Colombian arepas, nice. uh, you know, and on Sundays, sometimes she makes uh, this, 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 uh, it's called caldo. It's like a rib stew with potatoes. It's, it's amazing. So it, it's fall weather. It's getting a little bit cold. I don't like making runs to the pizza shop all the time. So that's what's, <laughs> that's going to be the spread for this weekend, boss. Yeah, I tell you, it's funny. I, I'm kind of yeah. similar in the thought process because I'm doing homemade as well this weekend, actually. But um, mine's kind of opposite. It's going to be, it's going to be right around 80 here. So I'm gonna uh, want to be outside. I'm gonna get on the grill. I think I'm gonna probably mm. do some sausages, you know, maybe mm. some chicken too, something like that. Maybe get a nice grill out in the morning, uh, man. do a bunch of stuff, and then just if you eat. you guys don't know about Chad's chicken, man, just cook <laughs> cook to perfection on the grill, grill to perfection, very well seasoned. Don't sleep with Chad's chicken. Hey, man, I appreciate that. And and the crazy thing is. Not to brag, but I've improved the recipe since since <laughs> I since I last cooked for you, boss. So, man, you know, man. we got to get together and get that going sometime soon. Don't worry. Absolutely, Don't worry. I'll bring the chicken and you bring the grilling. So, <laughs> perfect right. combination. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So that's what we're gonna be on, guys. Thank you um, for listening. We appreciate all the love, all the support that you guys have given us. Um, you know, as we always say, if you have any questions. Um, that you want us to answer on the podcast, you guys can hit us up in, in either one of our Twitters or, you know, find me on Instagram. Or if you know us, you can just text us. Um, so True. all that good stuff. We take any form of communication, basically, carrier pigeon included. Um, <laughs> but you must but, pay. You must pay before the pigeon gets here. Prepay. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Got to pay any type of fees. We're not going to be accepting that, those fees. Um, <laughs> but we thank you guys. We hope you guys have a safe weekend, and we will talk to you guys next week. See ya. Ciao.